0: Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz. On Wednesday, we heard from Pete Carroll and Bobby Wagner. Also, Dwayne Brown had a chance to speak out about his contract negotiations. I'm excited. Um, Football is my
1: life. Uh, this team is amazing. Um, I respect what I do. I respect this this organization. I respect my, my teammates. Uh, I respect the fans. I respect you know everything about it. I put in a lot of work. To be up perform at a high level every week. Uh and I don't take that for granted. So to be able to be back and and contribute, be amongst the guys, practice, play on Sunday, it means everything to me. Um last few weeks has been uh it's been interesting, you know what I mean? Uh it hasn't been as as stressful, I think, as a lot of people on the outside looking in may have thought. Um, you know, I, I had uh had my expectations for what I wanted. Um And they had in their minds what they thought they could get done. Um, You know, what we came to wasn't exactly what I wanted, but, you know, it's okay. It's a business. Um, We came to a compromise. Um, I'm happy about it. They're happy about it. Uh, Now I'm ready to get to work. Dwayne made it clear that he did not get what he was looking for out of the deal. Something more, something past this year. You know what I mean? I'm feeling good. I've, I've, you know, feel like I'm still playing at a high level. And I want to continue to do that here. Um, you know, but didn't quite work out that way. It was all good. You know what I'm saying? There's never been any bad blood on my end. And I just want to make that, you know, um, I love and respect everybody in this organization. And it's, um, the feeling is mutual. It's always been a mutual respect um, throughout this whole process.
0: Brown was also asked if he was assured by the team that he would get a long-term deal after this season.
1: We talked about it, obviously, you know, You don't know how that's going to work out. That's okay. Again, I'm not I'm not worried about after the season right now. Uh, Now, you know, the the ink's dry. I'm all about this week and this year just being the best I can be for this team.
0: Of course, the team would feel comfortable about signing a multi-year deal if Brown looked like he was going to have an Andrew Whitworth like sunset to his career. And Brown says he is preparing for the possibility of playing well into his late 30s. I mean, it's just about what you put into
1: it, man. You know what I mean? The guys around here, they know it's a year-round job for me. I don't really take much time off. My diet, my workout regimen, everything I put into it, it's, uh, it's a year-round thing. You know, when you get to be, you know, 12, 13, 14 years in. Uh, Whitworth, I think, is like 40 this year. I mean, it's incredible for him to be able to play at the level he's playing at. Um, you know, it's uh, it's all about what you put into it. I think anybody can play. At a number of positions, you know, as long as you want, as long as you're you're smart about how you spend spending your time, and uh, you know what you're consuming and all of that.
0: Regardless of whether or not he got what he wanted out of the deal, though, it is a business, and Brown said he was always planning to play in Week One. Nah, I work
1: too hard, man. I work too hard to not perform, and I, I love my teammates. You know, what I mean, I love the game. I love Sundays. Um, I mean, you get to be this age and play this long, you know the, the the Monday through Saturday, it's not quite the fun part. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's necessary, and you, you enjoy it, but it's Sundays when it all come together. And so for me to do everything but that would kill me inside. You know, so, um, and I want to be out there with my guys. So, uh, you know, my whole thought throughout this time was uh, to be available this week.
0: Dwayne also talked about the effect that Russell Wilson's comments early on in the offseason, when Russell went on the Dan Patrick Show, what kind of effect those comments had on him. It is worth noting that Brown mentioned that Russ reached out to him to discuss his comments before Brown contacted him.
1: As an offensive lineman, you know, that, it's something that we, I'd say pride in, you know what I mean? It's keeping my quarterback clean, you know, so, you know, you hated to hear it, but at the same time, um, I think that, you know, a lot of that stuff dated his thoughts and feelings dated from before I was here, you know, and, and, you know, he feels how he feels, you know what I mean? So You know, it's a group effort to not have sex. It's not just on us, you know what I mean? And and, uh, I think we're all aware of that. But um, I'm the first person to go off whenever I see him get hit, you know, so he knows that and everyone knows that. So, um, obviously, we're on good terms, you know what I mean? There's never been any beef or bad blood between me and him. I mean, nah, I mean, he's stood on the table for me since, you know, before I got here. So, uh, it's all good.
0: Turning toward the week one matchup with the Colts on Sunday, here's what Dwayne Brown had to say about going up against Colts defensive lineman DeForest Buckner.
1: Very tall guy, long arms, but he plays a really good leverage. You know, I think he's like six, seven, six, eight, but he plays with great leverage, really good with his hands, strong, um, plays hard, you know, and he, he has a good feel for a good instincts, you know, for, for how you're going to try to block him, And, uh, he rushes accordingly. Um, so we have a game, you know, have to have a game plan for him. You know, he'll he'll be lined up on the guys inside most of the time. Um, but uh, it's a good good challenge, good first challenge.
0: Moving on to the middle linebacker Bobby Wagner's press conference, he opened up his availability by discussing PG Lang, a company founded by rapper Kendrick Lamar that aims to help young artists thrive and avoid predatory agents. Wagner says that he plans to use his time at the podium this year to promote more companies and organizations he's associated with in the future. Here's what he had to say about using his platform as a star athlete. I
2: think it came from just all the work that I've been doing, um, you know, outside of football, Um, all the learning that I've been doing outside of football. I think we always preach about uh, there's more to life than just football. And so I was trying to figure out a way to be a symbol of that and, you know, talk about something other than football for a change. I know you guys sometimes ask me some very thoughtful questions, but, um, you know, I decided to kind of help push you guys in the right direction.
0: Turning to the recent K.J. Wright news, I'm sure as fans it's easy to think about how disappointed we are, but even more so for the longtime teammate Bobby Wagner. Here's what Bobby had to say about the contact he's had with Wright throughout the process. Well, I
2: told him that uh, black and gold or black and silver looks ugly on him for sure. Um, But, uh, you know, we talked all the time. I I was, you know, very aware of everything that was going on. Uh, Obviously, I was sad to see him go. um, But, you know, I was definitely happy because he had an opportunity to continue playing a game that um, he clearly loves. Um, And it's going to be, it's going to be weird for sure. But, you know, I look forward to watching his film. I think he changed his number to his college number. I wouldn't say that's the best college number um I'll still go with 9 in my opinion. Um but yeah, he knows how I feel about him. He knows, you know, what he means to me and not just as a football player but as as a brother of mine. Um just because he's playing in Las Vegas doesn't mean that our connection isn't as strong as it you know it ever has been and you know, we just have to make sure that we reach out more now that we don't see each other every day. And
0: focusing in on that matchup against the Colts, here's what Bobby had to say about what he expects from Carson Wentz and the Colts on Sunday.
2: The personnel around him is going to be different, but um, I would I would assume that the offense is going to be pretty similar to um, the one. I think that's the reason why he came back to Indy because he had a lot of success with uh, I think his name is Frank, right? Um, so um, you'll see a lot of RPOs, a lot of, of you know movement. Um, they have a great running game that's going to complement some of their uh, um, some of their play action stuff. And you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they try to move him out of the pocket unless he's still hurt and um you know get the ball out of his hands you know and he's gonna find receivers i think he's really good at getting the ball out of his hands making some good reads um it'd be a lot different than the film that we're watching philip rivers because you know he's had you know so much experience and so he's calling out plays and things of that nature so um i think it'll be fun you definitely have to be conscious of him taking off if he doesn't have anything
0: well now that we've heard from the players let's hop on over and hear from head coach pete carroll But before we get there, we've got to take a quick break. Coming up next, we are going to hear what Pete Carroll had to say about Carson Wentz and the Indianapolis Colts. The Seattle Seahawks are taking on the Indianapolis Colts at 10 a.m. Pacific start time on Sunday. Before the break, we heard from Bobby Wagner and what he expects from Carson Wentz. Here's Pete Carroll talking about his and the team's familiarity with Carson Wentz. I think the thing we sh- we, we're we looking at is the relationship that,
3: that Frank and Carson had when they were together. And, and you know, that world-class season they put together um, was obvious. And so I, I'm sure that's how they're looking towards the future. And uh, that's how I'm looking towards it, you know, because I don't see any reason why that wouldn't be that way. You know, and they've got... An offensive line, they've got nice, terrific running backs, nice receiver crew, tight ends can play and do special stuff. He's got everything he needs, you know, and so, and he's got a coach that obviously communicates great with him. So I would think that, you know, um, you know, I'm, I'm, and there's different dimensions from what, what Phillip can do, and and of course what Carson can do too. They're different, you know, and, and, uh, and there's some really special aspects of what Carson's always been able to do, the the power that he has, the ability to escape, uh, his, his ability to run with the football terrific you know dynamics of his arm and all that so they I'm sure that they're thrilled and you can I think you can even see it when you see the little clips of Carson running around he's just bouncing everywhere he's so freaking jacked up to get out there and play you know because he missed some time and all I think you can
0: you can sense what their enthusiasm is like and what you know it might lead them to. Shifting the focus from the passing game to the running game here's what he had to say about Colts running back Jonathan Taylor who rushed for more than 1,000 yards last year as well as Marlon Mack who put up that level of production back in 2019.
3: So sometimes guys run really good times and you don't notice it. You notice it with these two guys. Both these guys have rocket acceleration and they're both strong enough to break tackles and, and make the most of a play that isn't necessarily a good play. I, I think, I'm not sure about this. You guys verify this one, but I, I think uh, Jonathan's got like 600 something yards after contact last season. I mean, that's crazy numbers. That's half of his rushing yards was after he was hitting, you know, and, and uh, had a chance to get tackled and he didn't let it happen. So, Um, those are fantastic players.
0: We also got to hear from Pete Carroll about a recent transaction. Here's what the Seahawks coach had to say in what he saw in the new Seahawks cornerback, bless Austin. He's a hitter. He's a hitter. Um,
3: really aggressive, physical uh, style of play is what I, I loved about what I saw. And, uh, He's got good size to him, you know, but his, his willingness to really throw his body around and really give you everything he's got was jumped off the film with me. And uh, I don't know what happened there. I, I don't care. But um, I, the style that he brings um, is something that I was excited about adding to the club and see what happens. It's, it's going to be hard for fun. those guys, get, you know, just showing up. He got here today, you know, so it's going to be hard for those guys to have an impact right away. But um, we're going to push it and we'll see what, what happens.
0: Austin joins a defense that through the first half of the year last year was on pace for just a historically bad performance, an all-timer in NFL history. And so there is a big focus on improvement this year. Here are the improvements which Coach Carroll says we're most likely to see this year.
3: Really a couple basics would be the consistency, one, and elimination of, of explosive plays. You know, and last year was a really unusual year. Um, we were scoring so much early in, in games, and early in, we got ahead so far that we we gave up just extraordinary amount of yards in the in fourth quarters. I'm gonna give up 180 or 200 yards in the fourth quarter, and all your numbers look crazy. You know, and in we didn't handle that situation well enough. I hope we get ahead again and we can do all the, have that same challenge, you know, but um, the season changed some and, and, and the whole, and we shifted with it and took advantage of it and, and just got better as we went along. We were giving away easy stuff. You know, we giving away just catch and run stuff and just wasn't, we weren't as sharp um, as we needed to be. And when the teams go into that mode and they're in a, you know, the two minute situation for a quarter, they, they put up a lot of yards. You don't have to do a whole lot to do that. You just keep dinking the ball around and it works. So, we have to be better in that situation, but we got to get rid of explosives and we got to be more consistent.
0: And finally, here's what Carol thinks are the biggest differences between the offense that faltered at the end of last year and the 2021 Seahawks offense.
3: Across the board. I feel like we've, we've solidified guys in spots that we have a real good feel for their, their uniqueness and their, what they're bringing to it. Um, you know, whether it's you know, the obvious one is Gerald, you know, what we've we brought in with him, um, you know, and seeing Gabe come to work for us and, and how, how he's going to add to it. Um, see what Eskridge can do, you know, as he adds to it. I mean, we had a real picture for what he could be. Um, and uh, he's really given us no reason to think otherwise. You know, he's practiced and prepared really well. Um, so there's like, those are the special elements that are uniquely different, you know, but what's, what's, Maybe most uh, special about it is, and I'm hoping it shows, is the relationship between Shane and and Russ. You know what they what they've been able to do together and to get to this point, and the excitement they both feel. You know to to turn out this offense and 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 maximize you know all of the strengths of it and all that. And uh, as we learn and as we grow, you know we'll 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 find out you know how far along we are. But that that's something I'm really excited about because that's been it's been really obvious that there's something going on there. It's good chemistry.
0: And that's going to do it for today's show. A big thanks to Wilson Kahn for helping to produce this episode. You can follow him on Twitter at Wilson underscore Kahn, C-O-N-N. Stay tuned right here because we are going to have more shows coming out throughout the week. Clinton Bonner, back-to-back shows going to be Friday, Saturday. So look forward to that. Going to have a lot of guests and bringing on some familiar voices that you may know here going into this week one matchup with the Colts. Just thought we'd bring you some special episodes leading up to this first weekend kickoff of NFL football. And make sure you're watching fieldgoals.com. I don't know exactly when it's going to post, but we are going to have predictions within the NFC West. We're also going to have our picks for the matchup for every single game. And all the field goals writers are taking part in that too. So watch for that fieldgoals.com. And until next time, go Hawks.